Welcome back to the Colin Weir's podcast. What the fuck we're calling episode number 19. How have you guys been? I know I've been slacking. I, I've been really busy with school and I know that's not an excuse. So I'm getting back into it. Episode 19 is with Tyler Vargas and it's a really good one. I always say that, but it really is. We talk about physics. We talk about falling and gravity and velocity and things like that. We talk about a lot of other things that are very in a different realm, honestly. And we talk about, uh, and we get into politics later in the end, not too bad. Um, we start talking about photos and art and everything. It was, it was, it was a cool conversation to have with him. Um, I'm getting back into it. Bang, if you want to sponsor me, I'm back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Sounds good. So I was just describing to everyone how I did change the name, sort of, of the podcast. Um, first and foremost, how do I sound good? Yep, you sound good. But, um, I changed the name to the Colin Weir's podcast. So the podcast in like the podcast, the website, everything is the Colin Weir's podcast. Okay. okay. But the segment is still what the fuck we're calling, you know? Mm-hmm. So sense. like, yeah. So that if I have different segments, it might be called something different. You know, if I'm like going live during certain events and shit. Um, but the podcast is the Colin Weir's podcast, but the segment is what the fuck we're calling. So I'm explaining that. Yes, I did change the name to everyone listening. But no, it is still the What the Fuck with Colin podcast. I'm doing this for a certain amount of reasons. Colin Weirs is me, and I want to branch my, I want to branch me out just as much as I want to branch the, branch the podcast out. And two, What the Fuck or WTF, it doesn't appeal to everyone because of certain, I don't know, maybe you're religious or you're, um, yeah, maybe you're religious or you're, um, you don't like swear words or you're a kid, you know, I need to be able to have the Colin Weirs podcast certain segments, what the fuck was with everyone. And then, and then, um, just the Conway's podcast. And other than that, I'm keeping the logo the same. Cause I like the logo. Shout out Oliver Driscoll, check him out on Instagram. Great artist, but nevertheless, welcome on the podcast, Tyler Vargas. This is actually your second time being on first time that the public's going to hear it. <laughs> welcome. Yep. yep. Thank you. Can you hear me good? I uh, switched the headset. Yeah, um, yeah, hold on. Let me turn it down a little bit. I think. Yeah, all right, say something. What's up? Yeah, you're that sounds perfect. Um, uh, what's good, man? Nothing, dude. Just chilling. Got back from routes like 45 minutes ago. So. Yeah, how was that? How, how are the routes? Good. I mean, it's nice to have us all getting out there working kind of on our own time, you know? It's good to be Yeah, able to and you'll be able to like. You do you guys run one on ones or no? Because I know you're not no, allowed to do that. Never, yeah, yeah, we're not allowed one on ones right now. Just basically like the cues and receivers go out, and um, we'll do like all of our route concepts basically. That's sick though. Um, yeah, I I don't know how I feel about these these uh, Saturday practices. They're right in the middle of the day, and like <laughs> I don't think I don't really think they they benefit me very much because we just like during the practice we just are on the sideline while you guys are like working on shit. We don't have a coach, you know. Yeah, that's very true. You I'm guys hoping to kick half the time. I'm get. I'm hoping they let us go in the field house because they want us to do like timing and being prepared for being warm. But there's no way. Like the, the way they were describing, like, oh, they want to do like game simulation for us. But like, I was like, dude, we're not even. I'm not. I'm not trying to kick a ball to nobody. You know, we're not yeah. allowed to kick the returners. If we were kicking the returners, yeah, sure. And we can't but, really have a game situation with like nobody in front of us. You know, you can't simulate like. 
how no. coverages are going to change and all that on the fly. No, yeah. And like, obviously we don't really look at coverages, but everyone else does, you know, the whole team does. And I, and some, some of the time they get fat, they get to us faster because they have an edge rusher who's faster. So my steps have to be a little different and you can't really mm-hmm. mimic that. You can't really mimic that. That in, pressure. Yeah. And you can't really mi- mimic that in a situation where there's just the specialist. So, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I mean, no, no, keep going. No, keep going. Um, I was just gonna say I do. Saturday practice will suck, but um, I hate to say I won't be there because I'm gonna be rock climbing. So, yeah, yeah you're lucky. You're one of the lucky few. The, gonna get to sit this one out. <laughs> um. All right, but enough about that. What I was doing before you got into the other one was I was talking about how I'll just bring it back up in right here. So this idea came to my mind. I thought you were going to talk about time anyway. So I thought, um, I thought it was going to be good. So this idea of time kind of like fits in my head too. Sometimes mm-hmm. problem with time. And so what it makes me think of is I was talking about how, so say like, I was talking about how I'm 20 now and say like people who are writers and like write literature, people who, um, make podcasts, music, anything in the media realm. It's very different now, like radio. It's mm-hmm. um, they're kind of timeless in a sense, because once they put out something, they're that age of whenever they put that out. So you listen to a song, you listen, you, I, I feel this way when I'm reading like ancient writers who have died and are now dead, you know, and, mm-hmm. or like music or people die. you feel them at their, that point in their life, you know, you, and, and for that moment, whether they're living or dead, you're in a moment of someone else's life where they were that age. And so that's why I feel it's, it's crazy with time. It's like, you can kind of move out through time through different things that people have produced earlier or like now, you know? And so like time is one of those things that always perplexes me in the, in, in the sense. And I know you were going to get into something about that. So I wanted to, I wanted to start it off. So can you explain what you were trying to, you said you hinted at earlier and you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Um, I'll just go off what you were saying real quick. Um, it's definitely interesting how like artists, especially they, you know, you, whatever it may be through their perspective, their feelings on life at their, at that current moment, they will create this work of art and it just kind of, you know, kind of resembles whether it be them or their feelings at that time. Mm-hmm. But um, whenever in the future, like you go to look back on it, like you're totally just looking through the lens of another person. And like, it's kind of cool to, try and think like what their perspective was like existing in this same earth on a totally different time, you know? Um, no, yeah. It's kind of crazy to think about for sure. Yeah, no, it's, it, that's did time is, and like the, the idea you're talking about, like seeing through a lens, you know, you're seeing through mm-hmm. a lens of someone else. It's like, it's kind of how, like, do you think that had some recollection of like the camera being made? I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, but like thinking of the idea of looking through someone else's eyes, because that's in the sense what you're doing when you're looking at a beautiful piece of painting or even a beautiful fo- photo photograph is you're looking at where someone else looked once in upon a time, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, think I that's feel like, I, I feel like with art that's been created by somebody, I feel like that's more of a perspective um, but what were we just talking about the other thing? That's not uh, art. Uh, Sorry, photos, 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 cameras. Yeah. Cameras. Perfect. Um, I think cameras like, like, yeah, they were invented to see things through perspectives like a hundred percent. Um, but I feel like cameras are maybe more to like try and capture a visual of the moment. Like, because 
a photo isn't really emotions. Like a photo is what it looked like at the time. And somebody's art is like their percept, their, how they perceived whatever was going on, you know, and how that affected them and how they feel about it. So I feel like it's similar, but like a little bit different at the same time. Yeah, I know. And I get what you're saying, but I just feel like there's something about photographs that like a great photograph can make, or even like you're, I mean, you obviously you said with art, it makes the the goal isn't to i mean sometimes art and photos are like the um shit i can't think of the word the point i guess the point is to get you to feel a certain way but i i think the major overlapping point is that it gets you to feel a certain way you know what i mean not a mm -hmm. certain way like not one way but it gets you to get gets a bunch of or abundance of people to feel an abundance of ways you know That's and i think true, yeah and 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 the thing that's so cool about podcasts that I've learned, that's why I wanted to start one, is like conversations are the way people grow their minds and learn and think and everything really is unedited podcasts. Mm -hmm. And like, and it's like a journey. It's like a story, you know, that you don't know how, however long the podcast is. That entire podcast is a journey. And that's exactly what we're on right now. We're on a journey. And so <laughs> when the people listen to this, they will be listening to a journey we already took, you know? It's very true. Yeah. And they'll be looking through like the perspective that we had at this moment throughout our journey. And in the future, our perspective might not be the same as it is right now. No, that's they're looking exactly. at, they're looking through the lens of our perspective on this night, October 8th, Thursday, 2020. Yeah. 6.55 PM. Yeah. I, I might be a different dude at 7 PM, but right now it's no, 6.55. Yes. I feel one way, you know? And so even crazier. No, no. Yeah. And even crazier about that is how, is how like they're thinking a certain way about us thinking a certain way at a certain time. So like what they know, <laughs> no, no, they really listen. So I know it's a crazy thing to think like, say someone's listening to this in 25 years. I don't know why they would, but maybe they are. And, <laughs> and they're listening to this and what they know about whether I am a famous podcaster or not, you know, whether mm -hmm. that is a thing or not, they're thinking a certain way about this. That is completely different to what is in our heads right now. Yeah. And that is true. exactly how everything in all humanity has, has, um, has, um, like evolved, I guess we read 100%. things from, we read I things think, from, Oh, no, keep going. Yeah, I want to hear. Um, I think like one of the really tough, like points slash lessons I've learned, like regarding this is as a person, like you have intentions of what you are trying to do and trying to say, and like, you know, throughout your life, but you can only like do actions that, you know, with good intentions, but it's not your job to like get everybody to perceive what you mean. Like if you have good intentions and like you're doing things for a good reason, like I think that's more important than trying to like convince everybody that you're doing the right thing, you know? No. Yeah. Um, I actually agree with you a hundred percent. I think doing something for the sake of doing it is better than doing something for the sake of changing other people so that they will do it, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, that's, that's what makes a good leader too. Is it's, You got to lead by example. Yeah. Is someone going to lead through doing the right things or is someone going to lead by trying to get other people to do what they're doing? Yeah. I mean, like ultimately it's kind of the same thing. Like you want people to like see the good and, you know, follow the leadership. But the thing is like, you have intentions of good leadership, but it's like, if they're perceiving you as differently, like that's on them for not trying to like 
actually see what you're about and like and instead like they're just being pre like they're making judgments before they're even seeing like what your whole like hypothesis is about you know what i mean no and i think judgments i like how you bring judgments up judgments is the biggest thing you know i got judged when i wanted to start a podcast i got judged when i wanted to start making music i got judged when i wanted to start kicking footballs and i mm -hmm. think if you want to do something in your life fuck the judgment people are going to judge just do something you know yeah there's bro, something facts. there's something about not doing something normal that just um it makes people awake in their mind and think like maybe they're not doing something right i've i found that the most people who have hated on me doing something have been the people who want to do something themselves and don't mm -hmm. you know like people who want to make music get mad um because um i made music back in high school like hold on someone's saying something Thank you, Hur Hurricane Unlimited. That is exactly that is exactly what I was thinking. Do it because you want to do it. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks. That's a perfect thing. Hurricane United, shout out to you. Unlimited, um, bro. Don't 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 disrespect him like that. Hurricane what did he, what Unlimited. did I say? What did I say? United. Oh, I'm hella far from the screen. My bad. I got um, you, Hurricane. It's love, bro. Yeah, and <laughs> and that's a and that's a thing. Like my friend Jake is. Uh, shout out to Avion. If you want to go check out his music, he's a. Uh, He's a really good rapper. I guess he's okay, kind of okay. more. He's uh he's blowing up right now, like really blowing up because of TikTok and just things he does. And he's very he's very 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 influential, and he's very positive about things he does, and he really wants everyone to do what they want to do. And he deserves it. And he got so much hate in high school because he wanted to make music, and I, me and him were making music in like junior and senior year, and we were just getting hate on, and especially him because he really wanted to do it. And now he didn't give a fuck, and he kept doing it, and he's finally starting to get, see in improvements and in and like growth like tremendous growth so shout out to him and that's like basically the idea of all this is like do what you want to do regardless and you're gonna struggle in anything like all right let's mm -hmm. here's i'll use an analogy for you like when you first started playing football i don't know maybe when you were seven i don't know when you started playing football um, middle school middle school were you the greatest i mean you're probably athletic no, I, obviously i was a, a lineman bro believe it or not sixth grade i was a little you were a boy. lineman bro i was fat and like i was quick for a fat boy but like we had some dogs like for our pop warner team and i was just like this fat little kid who never like played football like that so like i was like a 10 play a game lineman guy my first year and that pissed me off so then the next year you know got a little bit in shape and i was a tight end balled out and then eighth grade year finally was the receiver and then all high school receiver safety you know you're a slot yeah right. like all, like i don't really um like to confine what i do okay. to one thing i like to like honestly just say like I, in general i just like to say i'm an athlete but like football yeah i just play receiver and like special teams returner yeah, um, those kind of go hand in hand, though. If you're if you're a receiver, yeah. usually like we don't really see any safeties on our team returning. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, there there are some dog safeties, bro. You just gotta no just gotta find them. <laughs> I um, but like we're not gonna put uh, Matt Kimball out there, you know, Matty K. Oh yeah, for sure. Even though he might do all right. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We can put Isaiah out there. Yeah, right, enough about that. Enough about that. Um, <laughs> no, all right. So before we get into that time thing that I wanted to talk to you about, your own your thing, I want you to just give a little, just explain yourself. What, what's your major? I know, and then what you're interested in 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 that specific region of your major because it's science. So there's many fucking shit with physics. So let's yeah. go over that. All right. 
Well, um, I'm a physics major. Um, I like here at Pacific, we just have like a generic physics major, not really any specialties. Um, but after I get my physics degree here, I'd like to specialize in like astrophysics and astrology and like basically do studies with like telescopes and like work somewhere that either does telescopes and like examine data on what we see in the universe and like what's actually going on out there. And also potentially like create crafts that go into orbit. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, so you want to create crafts, like you want to create spacecraft, like you want to work for SpaceX. Yeah. Like when I first came to Pacific, my goal, like I came, I was going to be an engineering major, um, but we only have that three, two program. And like, as an athlete, I didn't want to leave after three years. So um, they were like, just switch over to physics. It's lit. And I was like, all right, screw it. And like, I had never even taken physics in high school. So I didn't know what the hype was about. And then I fell in love with it last year. So yeah, I've taken a few physics classes. Um, right now I'm in waves and optics. We learn about how things like oscillate and like pendula and like I can describe a bunch yeah. of phenomenon, like you just can, weird uh, stuff. Can you, can you describe what oscillate and pendula mean? Um, like definition wise, like an oscillation is just something that like when there's energy to a system, um, it's going to keep oscillating at some frequency, which means depending how much dampening there is, which dampening is basically energy loss in the system. So a high damping means that you're, um, you're not going to oscillate very long because basically you're losing energy fast. But if you have a low, if you have a very low dampening system, then your oscillator will essentially last forever because once you apply that force, it'll just stay in the oscillator if it's energy efficient and then you have an oscillating system. Um, so you could just think of that like a pendulum, basically a little pendulum system where you pull back the ball and just, it goes oh, back and forth. Oh, oh, okay. Exactly. So like, yeah, th those are basically like, those graphs create like these sine, cosine, like oscillation graphs. And um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool stuff. Kind of like not stuff you would ever think about until no. you're in a classroom and someone's like, Hey, look at this. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, that's kind of cool. That's how I've been feeling with taking like um, philosophy and politics. It's like, it's things you should think about all the time. Dove like philosophy, especially it's things you like human thought of like, what the mm -hmm. fuck is going on in my head? And then you throw <laughs> it down the rabbit hole, you know, you, yeah. and then you, and then you make the, uh, and then you wind up somewhere. You're like, well, I don't know anything. And so I, I like taking classes on things, especially when you just learn and especially when it interests you. Yeah, um, definitely. That's the best it, part. No. Yeah. And I like listening to people like you were speaking and I was like, I have really not an idea what he's talking about. Like I was, I was trying, <laughs> and I was like, I like that because I like, I know, by the end of this, I'm going to know more about physics than I've ever known in my entire life because you're going to talk about it. And so that's why I like doing this podcast too, because people come on here with ideas that I have no idea about. Like, like mm -hmm. it's a learning experience for everyone, bro. Like for you and me, honestly, like yeah. I, I learn more of a new perspective and like throughout the podcast, you do the same. And that's why like, it is pretty cool, you know, yeah. to just like say, fuck yeah, I'm going to start a podcast and talk to a bunch of people and like see yeah. what perspectives I can like try and learn from, you know, it's kind of cool. I do want to get Roman on the podcast to talk about a bunch of outdoors cliff jumping. Cause I know nothing about cliff jumping. Cause I know there's like an art to it. There's gotta be, it's something that people do humans do. And he's gotten good at it and <laughs> yeah, I know nothing crazy. about it and I know nothing about it. So I would like to have him on too, but all right into what we are talking about. What is this time argument you were talking about? 
All right. So it's not really an argument. Um, so basically, um, yeah. So like, it's kind of true, actually. It's not like really a theory. So basically like one of the biggest problems in physics right now mm-hmm. is, um, so like, obviously, you know, who Isaac Newton is, right? Yeah, of course. So he created Newtonian physics where like, which is basically like explains all the motion and like our earth, basically all the motion we experience can pretty much be described by Newton. Well then Einstein came along and Einstein started thinking of things like in the way bigger picture, like in terms of the universe. And he basically came up with these hypostolates of like basically saying like the world moves way differently than we think. And like, basically like, if you're moving at a constant speed, you have the right to say you're not moving at all. And like everything else around you is moving. So for example, like if I jump out of a plane and I'm just free falling with like no parachute or anything, once I stop accelerating, like once I'm at gravity, you know, fucking free fall, um, at that point, like I have the right to say I'm no longer, I'm not moving. The world is at that point moving towards me. Okay, hold on. Hold on. This is a lot of information being packed in right now. So, okay. Say I jump out of a building and I'm falling. All right. I mean... Um, so at that point, you're most likely you're you're falling because you're accelerating at gravity until you reach terminal velocity, and that'll take about ninety seconds. So you would have to you would literally have to jump from basically like a plane where you have like ten thousand feet, and mm. you jump. You know what I mean? Like you have to drop pretty far before you're reaching constant speed. So is that what happens when you're skydiving? Yeah. So if you skydive fourteen thousand feet plus, like I think the most you can do is fourteen thousand five hundred feet, fifteen thousand feet without suffocating. Like well, not without suffocating, just like you'll have to take oxygen up if you go higher. Yeah. Um, but that's when you will have a 90 second free fall and you, you will reach terminal velocity, which is pretty cool. Like you, like you're going super fast. You can't really go faster than that. So, and then, but what were you talking about how the earth is moving and you're not falling? Yeah. So that's basically, um, a reference frame thing. So this kind of has to do with our perspective thing. Like you can look like, so basically think of it like this. Everything that happens is an event, right? And it, you, we describe as an event as something that happens so, at some place and at some time. So there's, a, yeah. there's, you, there's usually coordinates and time for events. So when events happen, personally, me, I can record and take measurements on what I perceived as the event. And you can do the same, right? Mm-hmm. And typically everything newtonian you and i are going to agree we're going to get the same numbers everything's fine but there's this huge question mark in physics because newton and einstein don't agree their theories basically like like yes they're both true right like newton's theory is true for basically slow things like small speeds small things einstein's theory is true for things moving really really fast and near the speed of light and there's a problem linking the two theories together. Like basically like they disagree. And um, because in, in Newton's theory, time is constant, right? Like you, you can basically everything Newtonian, if you and I are recording an event and we're measuring time, we're basically going to get the same time. Right. Yeah. Which is why on earth, like with stopwatches, we all get pretty similar times, you know, other than our human error. Okay. Well, here's where shit gets crazy. Time is not constant. Time 
can, yeah, time, it moves relative to how fast you are moving through space. So the faster you're moving through space, the slower time is actually going. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like, that's like the, the theory where like, if you go into a plane or like, um, a twin goes up in a plane, he goes really fast in a plane and then he comes back down and then the, the guy on the earth is like 65 and the guy on the, in the plane is still like 20, right? That's the kind of that argument. Yeah, exactly. It's a twin paradox and it's, it's not an argument, bro. It's true. Like I, I took special relativity last winter term and I literally did the twin paradox calculations bro like like the calculations are like like doing it bro it's mind-boggling you're like what the fuck like these two twins bro like they're both you know 13 years old when one of them goes in a rocket ship and then he goes in a rocket ship 0.8 the speed of light to this planet say you know 15 light years away and when he comes back him and his twin are an age difference of like 20 to 30 years you know depending how fast and how far he went and it's really really crazy and um, you don't even have to be going that fast to notice it, but like to notice it in that big of a age gap you do. So like there was this um, experiment done at the Chesapeake Bay where basically they, they took these two atomic clocks, which are extremely accurate clocks, like down to the nanosecond, basically. And they were synced together at the same time. Right. And um, there was one clock that went in a plane and it flew over the, it flew over the Chesapeake Bay for 24 hours and the other clock just stayed in somebody's hand on the ground. And when they came back after 24 hours and compared the clocks, they were off by some nanoseconds. So like that verifies that when you're moving, you're literally time is you're experiencing time slower than if you're not moving. Yeah, that's, Okay. So, so here, here, so here, hold on. One more thing. One no, more yeah, thing. yeah. No, yeah, one keep more, going, bro. One more mindfuck. So here's another thing. So the twin paradox thing. If I am on the rocket ship, right, and you and me are both ten when I leave, and I go and come back, and I measure thirteen years, so I come back, I'm twenty three, and then you measure like you know thirty years, so you're forty and I'm twenty three. Your clock that's been running since I left that says thirty years. And my clock that's been running since I left that says 13 years, they're both accurate, bro. We both have the right to say, like, our measurements are accurate. Our clocks have been running like they're accurate clocks. Literally, the only thing that causes that difference is the speed that you're moving through space. Okay, that's – what if this, though? Like, there's no right time. There's no right time measurement. It's all based on your reference frame. So what if – okay, I think I've heard this somewhere, but I don't remember what the answer was. <laughs> so say I have a watch on from the minute I was born and I was, and, and my brother had a watch on this in the minute he was born. Two people were born at the same exact minute <laughs> in different places yeah. of the world, given a watch. Okay. Sorry. Do you hear that in the back? I do hear that. Sounds terrible. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. Um, and, and then they meet up when they're both 30, would they have different times? Um, so if they had atomic watches that were like literally down to the nanosecond accuracy, yeah. they would, they would basically have the same years. They would have the same months, the same days, the same hours. Like they would be off probably by nanoseconds to a couple seconds at the most. Like they wouldn't be off by more than a because second of flying in a plane or like driving like, a car. Right. And even that will throw you off by nanoseconds. Like to actually experience like a decent, um, time dilation, you have to be going fast, bro. Like I'm talking like a solid, like half the speed of light, which is like pretty, like we, we, as humans, I think the fastest like rocket we've 
or the fastest like craft we've um, developed. Flown. Yeah, it was like I want to say point two nine the speed of light, like not even breaking point three speed of light. Which wow. I mean, that's, that's still really fast. But the thing is, like, you'll never like nothing can ever travel at the speed of light. Okay, why light. is that? So nothing. The reason nothing can ever travel at the speed of light is simply because it has mass. Mass is the restriction for traveling at the speed of light. Light is massless. It's just a photon, which is why it can travel that fast. Um, so like mass is resistance to acceleration. And this is shown through Newton's second law, F equals MA, because mass is the constant. The, the greater your mass, the more force it's going to take for you to accelerate. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why fatter people run slower than shorter people or small, skinnier people. Like, on average, I mean, on average, on average. Like, I wouldn't say that's the reason why. I would just say it's because, like, they're fat and they probably don't run as much as skinny people. Like, if they right. ran more, they wouldn't be fat. And if they ate healthier, they wouldn't be fat. Like, but it's, like, but it's, like, it's, it's literally choices, bro. It's choices. Like, yes, some people probably can't really help being fat. I definitely think that's true. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, anybody can put in the work to, you know, go run, go on a walk and, like, try and eat healthy and, like, be in some decent shape. Yeah, but if you if you weigh two hundred sixty pounds, in some ways one hundred sixty pounds, a person with one hundred sixty pounds is ten out of ten times going to run faster than two hundred sixty pound person. Right? Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. I mean, like most likely, unless they're a fucking two hundred sixty pound yeah. racer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah unless like they're LeBron James. The time, yeah, facts. Ninety percent of the time, they're not going to win a race. Yeah, like okay. 250. Well, that's why there's like bigs and skills in football when we're running and shit too, because it's just harder for them to move that mass. Yeah, it's that's very true. Very, very true. There's some questions I want to ask you, but it's left for off the podcast. That's off air talk. I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) But do you, obviously not from personal experience, but do you know anything about psychedelics that I, you know, way more than I do, but that like about DMT or anything that is freaky and shit? Because I like talking about that. I talked about it with Nate the Great. Um, I can tell you something. I've heard this pretty crazy. I can tell you about the stone ape theory. Have you heard that? Yes, I have heard that. That's crazy. But if you, if you haven't, and you are a listener, Tyler Vargas is going to explain it to you. I'm about to piss while you're explaining this, by the way, and then we'll get back and talk about it. All right. So I'm not sure who exactly came up with this theory. It might be Terrence McKenna. It might be Paul Statements. I'm honestly not sure. So don't quote me on that. Um, but basically, like science has accepted that humans have evolved from like, you know, monkeys basically. And, um, in that time period, like there's a huge gap of expansion of consciousness, basically from where we went to being monkeys to like functional, like humans, how we are now. And, um, like science hasn't really figured out what has caused that. So the stoned ape theory basically says, that there are psychedelic mushrooms that grow in the, in nature, which they have in, you know, like they always have. They've been one of the – fungi was one of the first things to ever grow on our earth. Um, but anyways, so the theory goes that you have these different groups of monkeys that are all living, you know, they're like – they're hunter-gatherer monkeys. Like, you know, they they eat whatever they can find. So some groups of monkeys are going to experiment like with the foods that they can find, you know, try and like if things get scarce or whatever, like they're going to have to eventually expand their, their food sources. So the theory is at some point in time, some groups of monkeys began to eat these psychedelic mushrooms, whether it be purposefully on accident 
and they basically tripped the fuck out. And in the process, it like created all these, it enhanced consciousness. It can, it created all these connections in their brains. And, um, like obviously a group of monkeys tripping on shrooms once isn't going to evolve them. But I mean, like we're talking like 30,000 years of time of like maybe the same like groups of monkeys, like in all their offspring for years and years and years just tripping on mushrooms. And the theory is that those groups of mushrooms, those groups of monkeys that tripped on shrooms are sp- supposedly us humans who now have more consciousness than the monkeys in the jungle. Yeah. Um, when I heard that, I think I heard it on the Joe Rogan podcast. It blew my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> but, what, but what do you think? Do you think that's how we evolved? Or do you think there was a little more, a little more upper hand puppetry that we don't understand? Um, well, so like my perspective is kind of like my perspective is nothing more than a perspective. It's kind of irrelevant as in the fact, like I am not the one who created it. And I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm just another human who's questioning how we got here and what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but what but, do you think? It's still, yeah, but, with, but with that being said, like I was definitely, I was raised Christian. Like my fam- family taught me to have a good relationship with God. And like, I definitely do. And um, as I get older though, I'm more of like, I have like more of a personal relationship with God and don't really associate my faith with like, like church. I do associate it with Christianity, but yeah, not so much church, just more of like, I associate with like spirituality and like God and all that stuff. And I believe Jesus yeah. was real. But anyways, I think there was definitely evolution because obviously like as a science guy, I can't like say there's not evolution. It's like, there's literally ev- evidence that we have evolved and like all creatures are always evolving. Like nature is always evolving all the time. Um, so it'd be ignorant to say evolution wasn't part of the cause, but I also do think like there was an upper hand involved because like the fact is like, we're pretty unique and like our bodies, like all the shit we have inside of us, like for it to just work out like that is pretty crazy. And like for us to be able to function how we do and like do all the cool things we can. Um, I think like it takes like maybe more than just a chance, you know, like I think there might've been an upper hand in there. God 100%. Saying, like, you know what I mean? Like what are the chances that we're here, this functional society of, humans you know what i mean like asking every day like what are we supposed to do with our lives i think it's um i mean like that's one of the great questions i feel like everybody has to i was just about to say that (laughs) that's been the fundamental question of all of humanity yeah bro everybody has to come to terms with like what you believe spiritually and um, i don't really believe like there's one right or wrong thing like Mm -hmm. i know like normally like christianity says like oh if you aren't Christian, you don't believe this and that, like you're going to hell. And like, I really struggle with that belief because like, I feel like if you're born on a certain side of the world, that's just raised one thing. And like, you're literally like banned from Christianity, banned from all these things. Like, I don't really feel like that's your fault. And I feel like there's definitely one creator. Like, there's no question. There was one creator who created all of us. Um, And I feel like he would have some empathy and like love us like regardless like as long as we have good intentions and try to be good people and like put good energy to the world i think like, back that's, like, to the, the good intentions goal. yeah like i think that's the main purpose of life is just like whatever you do have a reason for it and like have good intentions and just try to do your best like don't half-ass it go all in and um if you're like helping people out trying to bring people along with you to a better place like i think that's kind of 
like one of the main goals of this life, you know, is just see what yeah. you're capable of and the great things that can be done. Back to that, um, do what you want to do. If you have good intentions, do it. Yeah, um, honestly. But I want to, I want to make light of something that I know a little bit about, um, that you, that you, um, that you touched on. Um, that's been like, that idea is like, why are we here? It's been the fundamental question all throughout all of humanity. It's why, why are we here and how can we make it better? Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's like almost the reason for why we're fighting right now and why we've always fought for like egalitarian nations and stuff. And that was basically the entire reason the atrocities in the 20th century with communism and Marxism happened is because they wanted to make the it life better for the working class, you know? Marx mm-hmm. wrote his uh, communist manifesto because he 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 tr- he truly believes he had a science, you know. And wh- what do you do when you have a science? You um, you're right, you know. If you have a science about something, you're right. He had a he thought he had a social science, and he, all he wanted to do was make the working class better. Like he wanted to make life better for the working class, and and that and that's almost the entire reason that people have been like that. Like all the utopians like the utopias people have talked about like Robert Owen and all those people who wanted, who were talking about how to make or Socrates when he was talking about the perfect ideal state, it was all this egalitarian idea that was going to be brought out to the totalitarian ideas of me. You know, it was always these ideas that I am a human being and I know what, how to bring the utopia into effect, you know, mm-hmm. and instead of like, Oh, I don't know shit. God might know, you know? And I think that was the big split it was the split between making heaven on earth. You know, I think the reason a lot of the atrocities happen, cause obviously I'm studying um, socialism in the tone and like everything through all that um, this year. And I think a lot of the reason all those, those things happen is because a person was like, I know what's best. And then like those people would take their ideas into account and then they would start to only like do things for them and their friends, you know, and start to become this dictator who was evil and all that stuff. And I think it was, it was this, split between religion and and humanity and trying to bring the heaven on earth through this egalitarian socialist utopia you know Mm -hmm. i think power is a big problem that humans have like like history has shown that people in power often tend to abuse it and like in the process abusing power often causes destruction and loss of a lot of valuable artifacts um and like not even just like materialistically like artifacts like they matter but like history like you lose book the burning of like libraries and books in the past like all that shit's like crazy bro like i get it we you know we're probably more like viking like just more you know conquer back in the day but like as we continue to like evolve as humans like i hope there can be a day where we're all just kind of can coexist and be like chilling with one another and not really have like these tensions of like just prejudice of everyone like just because like that's kind of the state of the world you know i feel like it's not really a good way to live and like build a good like society no it's not and i power i like how you brought that up because power is it's a driving factor. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of the time people don't think that they, that's what they're after or that, that maybe it's not even what they're after. They're actually after me. People are, this is one of my biggest criticisms of um, everything I'm reading right now of all the um, Karl Marx writings and everything. Do you know anything about Karl Marx? A little bit. Um, so my biggest thing is they, it, 
it really doesn't under and even all the utopian things is like oh we can make this or even socrates when he says that only the ideal people will be able to mate and stuff in his ideal republic mm-hmm. um in plato's republic socrates was talking about this um and and it doesn't take into account like the inaccuracy and comp- competitive nature of humans you know like people like my biggest criticism of communism it, is it it doesn't it they they think that the working class is the one who only has the value the valuable aspects that was actually an edward bernstein um idea he thought that it was foolish to say that the working class was the only one who brought value to like the world like the whole like you don't think the upper class brings any value and and i think it, and it doesn't take into account the competitiveness like it says like i carl marx once said something about like oh it under capitalism you're either a fisherman or a hunter or, or get, like you know something like that but in and when you're in socialist utopia you'll be you can hunt in the day and fish at night and then but what happens then like if i go fishing and i catch 20 fish and my neighbor catches zero he's gonna inherently want some from me you know what i mean and or he's gonna want to get better and that's just competitive nature and i don't think they think that capitalism creates creates inequality and creates um um competitiveness which it maybe enhances but i don't think it's fair to say that capitalism creates competitiveness i think that's just human beings and that competitiveness drives power in a lot of ways do you know what i'm saying yes i think competitiveness is a trait of humans so regardless of our like market type i think there will be like the natural drive to like be useful i don't think any human just wants to be a lazy fuck like nobody gets enjoyment from just like doing nothing um, you, you, you know, you have to live out your life through your passions, like the things you love, your job, your family, whatever it may be. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I, um, kind of lost my train of thought again. No, you're good, man. We're just talking about power and how competitiveness is a nature of, is inherently naturistic to humans. You know yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just kind of, I know I already said it, but I don't really think that's like based off the market type, but no. Um, yeah. I don't think it is either. Um, and there are things to say that there are flaws in every system because it's human yeah, systems. For sure. for and sure. I think when Nietzsche said that God is dead, Nietzsche once Nietzsche was a famous philo- German philosopher. He said, um, God is dead. And I think he meant that literally in the sense that when, once God is dead, it's going to, it's going to create, it's going to create a lot of havoc because when God's alive, you're doing things that the Bible wants. Cause the thing about the Bible that's so crazy is you can read it any way you want. You can read it back, back forwards, up, down, you know, mm-hmm. and it has value. Like it, it, it's not like, just like you can just throw it away. Like that's how humans live for like all of time. Almost, you know, people yeah, ha- held sure. those values. And to just to say that these new atheists can say that you just throw that out and people will create their own values. What person have you ever known that's been able to create their own value? You know, nobody creates yeah. their own values, whether their family instills it, but it all really comes from religious aspects or the like American pride or like country. Like you're not creating your own values. You know, you're learning them from from culture. That's what culture is. It teaches you how to act in the world, almost in a sense. You know. Yeah, definitely. All your values have been influenced on you and through everything you've seen like as a person you have a choice of which values you want to inherently like act out you know and like take pride in but um it's definitely everything has been like influenced on you you didn't necessarily create the things you love like somewhere in your life they've been 
brought upon you, you know? And that's something to say about human desires and interests. Like we, we were talking about this early. You were like, you don't understand why there's things that the creator would hate you for and put you in hell. If it's like out of your control. Right. I think of this is like, I don't know what your beliefs are on homosexuality or anything, but I believe it's, you're born like that. So, um, but I think things like that, like, um, like there's this idea that like, Oh, like you're, you're born a certain way or you think it's your way. And it's like, where does that come from though? You know what I mean? Like, where does a thought come from or where do you, what, what are you interested in? How does that come about? Like, is that from your genetics? Like, cause like, why are you interested in physics and I'm interested in philosophy and politics? Like, why is, why are those say, interesting? I would say it's but, a combination of your experiences. Honestly, like the things that influence me like the reason i like physics is because i like to solve problems like i like i do enjoy like like art and like reading and music like i, I love all that stuff i'm in jazz band like i love music you're in jazz band hold on i am a jazz band digress let's digress for a little bit i was in jazz band <laughs> what instrument do you play trumpet trumpet really yes sir i was in jazz band sixth to ninth grade played electric guitar <laughs> that's tight bro but back to we'll talk about that later back to what you were saying sorry to take you off your train of thought do you remember what you're saying um no <laughs> <laughs> god damn it i wish we could rewind oh shit oh interest in desires we we're talking about interest in desires and um you think it's an it, it's a um yeah, combination yeah, yeah, yeah. of nature it's, and a com nurture. it's a combination like that it's a combination of your experiences and your like inspirations and influences like you, you experience a vast amount of things and then from everything you've experienced, like you either are passionate about something or like for some reason, like, you know, it matters to your mom or your dad. So you, like that, in, in, that influences you to like care about it. And then like, you know, whether that's the reason or not, whatever it may be, like, I think that's part of like what you just like, this really kind of leads to the question, like, what is your, like, what, who are you? What's your goal in life? Like, why, what are you going to do with your life? And like, it's really just like kind of what we were saying earlier, like do whatever you want, but also it's like you do whatever you want within like the boundaries of what you feel is right. You know what I mean? Like you do whatever you want, but not recklessly still care and love the people you care about. And like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say the people, like, obviously your parents, but, like, the people that mean the most to you are probably where a lot of your influence come from, comes from. But is it, though? Why, like, and why are we... Yeah, but, like, why are you interested in certain, like, like, certain, like, YouTube videos or, like... Um, that could be more, like, like, honestly, I think that could be a lack of interest. Like, you're just wasting time, like... Yeah, but why, like, all right. So say I'm what I, I, I mean, I don't. I watch on YouTube. I watch like Jordan Peterson lectures, and I watch like Joe Rogan uh -huh. podcasts and stuff like that. Like yeah, that's yeah. my that's my nightly routine before I go to bed. I always throw on either a podcast or a Jordan Peterson lecture, maybe. Like I, I throw on something intellectual. Like usually try mm -hmm. to. Um, but why? Like, why am I listening to that? You know what? What drives me to do that? Like I love learning, and I've always loved learning. But like, why? Well, I, like, I think it's the same reason you started the, your own podcast. Like you have, you have an appreciation for like learning other perspectives. And 
I think that's something like a lot of people nowadays could learn from because people nowadays, like they think one thing, which is fine. Like whatever you think is absolutely fine, but there's a huge problem with like when somebody disagrees with you, there's a conflict all of a sudden. And I think there needs to be more disagreement without conflict and like more disagreement with understanding the other side and like, like more sitting down and talking civilly, but arguing like debating, sitting yeah, down like and having- pretty much like, like not even really debating, like, cause that can sometimes be hostile, just more of like trying to understand the other person's point of view and like, like actually, actually, actually try and learn like why what they're saying is like, why it could even make sense, you know? And like, I feel like if people even tried to make an effort to like see things a little bit differently, like it's, it's definitely possible. But like, the thing is anything's possible, but you have to believe it first. And if you don't believe it, then like you'll never experience it happening, which will just uh, can make you tell everybody else ancient, like nothing's possible, you know, because you, yeah. you avenue of, Oh, nothing's possible. You're whatever a succubus. You tell yourself, yeah. Whatever you tell yourself is what becomes reality. So if every fucking day you tell yourself, like I'm going to be this and I'm going to make this happen, like keep grinding, you know, you ha- you can't just say it. You have to say it and put the word. Yeah. But with due time, you know, things I mean, are not about that. Um, I've always just said that, like, let's just do something. And if it works out, it works out. And if you're having a good time, what's the, like, what's, what's the rush? You know, like, mm-hmm. like, like people always ask me like, Oh, how's your podcast doing? How many views you getting? You know, I'm like, I don't know. I don't really check. I mean, maybe a hundred, maybe fucking 20, 12. I don't fucking know. I don't really pay attention. Um, mm-hmm. Like when I, when I, like, I'm just doing this because I like to learn. And if other people want to come on this journey with me, like we were talking about, we're at, we're at a whole different part in this journey. We started <laughs> somewhere and I'm a whole different person now. Um, <laughs> But uh, if you want to come along with this journey and listen to and 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 be here with me and Tyler Vargas or whoever my guest is for that week, come along. But if you don't and you want to say fuck me, that's fine. Like I mean, like <laughs> you know, I'm not forcing you to do anything. It's, I'm just doing it because it interests me. And if it, it could and if it could help anyone else, like not listen to WAP. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just playing. Anyone who's fans of Cardi B in here or Megan Thee Stallion, be, go right ahead. Um, Play that WAP. Um, and if you think it empowers you, if you're, if you're a girl and you think it empowers you, then who am I to say? I'm just a white straight guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but no, for you understand just your place in society. Yeah. Like who am I to say? I mean, I'm, I'm intelligent and I have, I have like a good, um, I have a good like point of view on certain things, but like, it's not, <laughs> it's, if someone like, if a, if a girl likes a song or a guy, even a guy likes a song, who am I to say that you can't, you know, that goes back to the desires things, you know? Yeah, so I think there's a good thing that going on right now. Um, I don't know if it's good undertoned, but I think people standing up for what them, they believe in more and more. It could it could go certain ways, but I think it's I think it's it's good. You know, I don't like people saying that everyone's an idiot or everyone who's a Republican is racist because that's just stupid. You're just an mm-hmm. idiot if you think that. Anyone listening to this podcast right now, if you think that every Republican is racist, you're a fucking idiot. And if you think yeah. everyone is so woke that's going to vote for Trump, I mean, for Biden, you're also an idiot. Like, <laughs> there, are idi- there are idiots on both sides, and there are evil people on both sides. And if you cannot wrap your head around that, you're not ready to vote. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think one of the biggest issues, like, that causes a divide is the fact that we have, like, 
a party system that causes people to choose what side are you on? And it's like, wait a second. Like, why the fuck can't we all just be on the side of the American people? Yeah, exactly. We all are, and let's all just fucking choose who we think is like best fit going to help us like not be a piece of shit country. You a know piece I mean? of shit country, dude. And they're so fucking polarized, bro. Like the fucking yeah. right and the left. Like I'm not a Republican or a fucking Democrat because they're both so Same. goddamn polarized. And like, yeah, I'm neither. What happens is when you fucking see Trump and Biden going at it and stuff, it's like, dude, it leaves some it leaves it leaves like people who actually most people lie in the middle my dad told me this and i stuck with me most people are in the middle and when those dumbasses go and just scream over each other in a debate it leaves us in this the people who are in the middle who actually have some intelligence who are actually like learning and trying to like have a leader it leaves us with no one who represents them it leaves mm -hmm. us it, it makes men a country with no representation and that is the most evil thing you can have because a country without representation is a country that can fall to ruins fast and i if you don't believe that read anything <laughs> from the 20th century the bolsheviks in the rush in the russian socialist Russian Social Democrats, I think it was called, came to power. They didn't have any true leadership. Fell to ruins. People died. People were put in concentration camps because their ideologies did not fit. They thought they thought they were so right about that science thing I said. They thought they were so it was a science. And it made them murder people because they had different viewpoints. China mm -hmm. is still evil and people are endorsing China. China is a communist country and they throw Muslims in fucking prison, like in concentration camps. Yeah, that's fucked. Hundred percent, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, like, necessarily think by any means there's, like, a one – there should be a one world order. But I do think, like, we should have an agreement as the world not to, like, like take advantage and, like, use other people for the sake of, like, yourself. Like, like I, I hope by now we can get past, like, the slave days and, like, abusing people <sighs> for your benefit days. Like – like and like yeah like the first instinct to thinking about that is like actual shit like that that's going on in concentration camps but like like it really goes down as far as like people that are actually even having jobs bro like just minimum wage people like low-key be getting fucked over when their companies are making like billions of dollars and then they're getting paid like dog shit yeah, it's like damn, you're doing you all the work for nothing. Like not you for sound nothing, like but. you sound like um every single socialist movement of the of ever. Like they that's what they <laughs> they so they think it's like the working class gets fucked by the capitalist. Yeah. But it's very in true. reality, in reality, <laughs> we're doing in in America right now. We're doing better than we ever have. And the working and the middle class is growing, and the and even the upper class is growing. I wouldn't say America is doing better than we ever have. But we actually are growing. doing. It. Statistically speaking, we're doing better than we ever have. Okay, like maybe now, yeah, statistically speaking, but like realistically speaking, when you like look at the country, like yes, socially, struggling. socially, we're struggling right now for sure. There are some problems that need to be taken care of, but that's fine. Like even even financially too, like motherfuckers, a lot of people have lost their jobs. Yeah, we have one fucking stimulus check in like fucking six months, bro. Seven months, like what the fuck is that shit, bro? Like that's because crazy. I'm because I'm a college student. My parents make too much money. I didn't even get that. Did you know that? Same. Same, yeah, it's, it's like it's like, bro. And I get it in a sense, but I don't. Um. And there are problems. There are problems that we need to fix. But yeah, there's a I, there's a bunch of problems. The problem is that there's so many big fucking problems that like need to be. Jeez, bro, you can't. Can you say it even more, dude? There are so many fucking problems. And here's the thing. 
you can set a limit. You can set a wage requirement for the minimum wage. Like you can set a limit to what minimum wage is. Right. You can set a limit to minimum wage, but you can't set a limit to maximum wage. You know, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos just made the most money ever, two hundred billion, right? And that's just he can just keep growing that if he wants. Like you can't stop that. And it's like, should we stop that? What should we do? Okay, well, I have a question. So, yeah. you say you can't limit how much money someone makes, and like, yeah, I understand that. Well, it's but hard to, if you, but if like, you do it. what do you think about like? Like back in the day, we already went through the whole monopoly situation, and like ban monopolies supposedly. But like supposedly, here we are, yeah. They all like like bro, like we're, we're the, our fucking United States is ran by Amazon, Google, Walmart, Facebook, Apple, Disney, Facebook, exactly, bro. Like Pepsi like the, or I think Cola, big, Coke. It's like or the I big six, Disney. bro. It's like the big six fucking owns like a everything? lot of shit, everything, bro. Like yeah. all the media, and like bro, it's great, bro. Um. Um. Give me a second, cause like it's kind of on my tongue. Oh, I know. I know. Feel that? Yeah. Take your time. I don't know. Have you seen the Out of the Shadows documentary? Say it again. What was it called? Out of the Shadows. No, I haven't. Is it good? Oh, bro, it's like really crazy. Um, like some of it. Like I kind of watched it with a grain of salt because it can be kind of like a lot, like you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But at no, the I same know. time, it is like there was like a ex CIA agent who was like a whistleblower or whatever, and he was saying how like basically back in the day, the CIA had Operation Paperclip, where oh shit, yeah. Where basically, like, all the media would be contracted through the CIA, and, like, the CIA would, like, give them shit to, like, put through on the media, and they would do it because they were getting paid to do it. And then basically, like, there was this law passed, right, that supposedly abolished Operation Paperclip, right? That's what they told the public. But really, all it did was meant that no more, like, now that the... Now the entertainment companies no longer like had to be in these contracts. Like it would be willingly. So if they wanted to, they could like do these ads. You not necessarily ads, but say what the CIA wanted and get that money. So Operation Paperclip never ended. It just became like who wants to do it, and like it's creepy because like there's this clip, bro, that shows like a solid fifty different news stations all quote like quote for quote word for word, bro, saying like the same shit, and it's like damn, bro, like we're really like we have some watered down news. That's like not even yeah. like, like it's not like, it's not useful, bro. Like it's literally all just propaganda and like it's to get you to feel a certain way. It's like, it's really crazy. Well, it's an oper- operation. I mean, we're getting close to time here, but was an operation paperclip having to do with bringing the Nazis over to like NASA or some shit? Um, maybe I, I definitely know what you're talking about. Let me, I'm going to search it real quick to be sure. I, I think, I think, I think Operation Paperclip did have something to do with bringing over Nazis. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But you might be, you might be German rock, it seems. I'm definitely, um, oh, maybe Operation Mockingbird. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Operation Mockingbird. Cause I was like, I thought that's when they brought the Nazis over. Yes, bro. Okay. Here we go. I'll read it. So Operation Mockingbird was a fully implemented CIA program to spread disinformation throughout the American media. CIA director William Colby testified to the church committee. This is also a problem of mine. Why are the CIA and the church so close like that? But anyways, I'll continue. Whoa. 
CIA Director Colby, William Colby testified to the Church Committee that over 400 CIA agents were active in the U.S. media to control what was reported through American mainstream television, newspapers, and magazines. President Ford fired Colby after his testimony, replacing him with George H.W. Bush's George H.W. Bush. Bush Sr. ended the CIA's testimony, stating that there were no other programs of, of concern to disclose and promising that the CIA would no longer influence the media. But little do they know that he said that, and then they still did, just like on the low, which is fucking crazy. And they might still be doing it, bro. That, bro, like they literally are doing it, bro. Like, and they might have like, killed John F. Kennedy. Like they probably killed a lot of famous people that were activists. Like, like bro, like... I don't know, man. Like, I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist. Like, I'll listen to him because, like, I don't like to. I th- I think it's ignorant to shut yourself out from a potential yeah. theory. You know, like I don't want to be that guy. But um, I also am not the dude who's like gonna just go off on a super far tangent and be like, this is realistic. You know, like like uh, I had some of them on the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and like some like I'll I'll hear them. I'm like, okay, maybe this. I mean, it's it's a possibility. But the thing is, like, some conspiracy mm-hmm. theorists get a bad rep because, like, some of them are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you started, yeah. you started here and I was with you, and then, like, you ended up somewhere, like, so far. Max. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It's definitely interesting. And I think we, as, like, citizens, like, of, like, the United States, we should be more angry about like what we're being shown. And like, we should throw bigger fits about things because like, if we're just complacent, they're just going to keep taking little by little more by more, you know? And it's like, if we don't ever stand up for like what we actually want, they're just going to keep taking it from us. And then once they have it, it's really hard to get it back. You know, you actually have to actually fight for that shit. That's a lot harder than keeping what you got. Facts. Well, that's a good way to end it. Uh, We're about an hour and five minutes into this. Uh, thanks for coming on, Tyler. I want to have you on again. Yeah, definitely, bro. It was a good time. Um, I'll send you the link uh, if you want to post it when it's posted. It should be up in an hour, um, and then it'll be up for all the time. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, see definitely, bro. Thanks for having right. me. Yeah, see you soon. See you, bro. Alright guys, that's going to wrap up episode 19. If you stayed to the end and you went on that journey like we were talking about, give it a like, share, download, share it to your friends email bang 10 times and tell them that they need to sponsor the what the fuck with Colin segment of the Colin Weirs podcast the Colin Weirs podcast is up and running and we will continue doing it new episodes every week I'm gonna try to do a couple every week thank you guys so much for supporting me I love you